Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration. Sharing tips, tools, and talk, we're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. Okay, this is Real Talk Podcast. This is Danielle. And Jenna. Hey, guys. Hello. Season five, episode nine. And funny story, but our last podcast that we recorded, I was in a car and (laughs) outside of a place I'm staying at. And it was later here than where Jenna's at. I was tired. Jenna, were you tired? Yes. Yeah. I think you sent me an option to record this one like at night. And I was like, nope. <laughs> it was like afternoon is better for me. Because <laughs> I remember we were starting to talk about we were getting into scripture, but I felt I felt pretty tired. And I, I, I had a moment where I forgot what we were talking about. So I was like, all right, Holy Spirit, I'm gonna need some help. So mm-hmm. so even now I am not in like my normal you know, place where I record. I'm sitting outside. It's 90 degrees outside. So hopefully my computer does not melt. I don't have professional podcast equipment. This is real life, real talk. So hopefully my computer holds out as I melt away in the sun and you're going to hear the background. There's nothing I can do about it, but I'm super excited about our topic today, Jenna. You know, we just started talking about, um, just waiting for Jesus and, um, I really think the best way to to kick this off, you know, I love, um, yeah, just asking questions and hearing, you know, what it's like for you. And I can remember the first time that I actually got a revelation of the truth that Jesus is really coming back, mm-hmm. right? Like, there, like there's more. And so, you know, it's Christmas season, it's Hanukkah, we are focused in on Jesus, we, we get to focus in on him even more, no matter what your beliefs are about Christmas, whether whatever it derived from, we're not going to get into all that. The really cool thing is, is it is a season to focus on Jesus even more. And so, you know, with that said, Jennifer, you, when's the first time that you really got a revelation of, um, of, of Jesus, Emmanuel of, of Christ, that he is returning, that he's coming back. Yeah. So I feel like so much of the scripture, like you read and you can read, you know, like for years and it just is kind of something that you have in your head. But I feel like the first time that like in my heart, I was like, oh my gosh, like the King is coming. Like he really is coming back. And in revelation, I believe it's 19. There is, it it talks about the king's return and it talks about you know like what he looks like how he has this these eyes of fire and this hair as white as wool and and all of these things but like i would say it has been within the last 3 or 4 years that i really like was like like had this revelation of like there is an actual bridegroom king you know that is coming back and um it's It was when this happened that like, I really desired to like, there was just this longing that like started to just give birth in my heart of like, 
Jesus, what does your face look like? Like what, 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 like, what am I going to see? And it was like this, like wonder and awe and like expectation and just like this, like, just wonder, like, you know, like, oh my gosh, what is this moment going to be like? And then I also have to say too, also like, you know, experiencing the fear of the Lord and wanting to find myself ready, you know, um, out of just complete reverence for this man, Jesus, who's completely and utterly changed my life, <laughs> you know? So, so good. Right. Right. Like the, 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 the just truth that he is coming back. There's a really loud bird. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. So, you know what? It's just going to be. <laughs> it's like, okay. If you guys are not too loud, is it not too loud? If you guys aren't distracted by it, I won't be, but they're, they're pretty loud here right now. <laughs> so, Okay, I just have to chime in that when Corey and I went to Israel in 2015 and I was, you know, just having the opportunity to step like on the Mount of Olives, right? Scriptures say that he's going to come back and his feet are going to touch the Mount of Olives. Like just being in that same place, not that it wasn't real before, but it just made it so much more real. And even that there's a land like Jesus walked on the on the earth, you know, mm-hmm. came to a specific place. And all throughout the Old Testament, there's so many different prophecies of him, right? And we started to talk about this, about how people, certain people, not many, but there were some who were waiting for the Messiah, right? When 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 Jesus had been born, this baby in Bethlehem, the, the wise men, right? They knew that this king, this Messiah had been born and mm-hmm. they made this journey to come honor the king. Yeah. And so here is um, just, you know, so many different scriptures. And, and you know, this is such a Christmas. I always think of it as like a Christmas verse, but um, it's it's so much more than that. You, you hear it around Christmas time, right? But in Isaiah 9, um, and I know you guys are going to be familiar with this, but it, it's, it's prophecy. It's prophecy of the coming king. And so Isaiah 9, I'm just going to read it here for a moment. For us, a child is born, but verse 6. Um, so for... T- For to us, a child is born to us, a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Okay, I love that. That gives so much hope, Um, Mm -hmm. but it does go on. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this, right? So here's a prophecy of of the coming king and of his increase, of his government, of his rule. And I know there's so many more, but Jenna, I mean, isn't that, isn't that so good? Yeah, that's really good. And I actually listened to a song and it's actually called Names. I can't remember who sings it, but it, it, it has this Isaiah nine, six, like in it. And, um, I just, what really sticks out to me here is there shall be no end to the increase of his government and of his peace. And like, I'm just so thankful for that. And, you know, and I think I've shared this with you, but like most recently I, the Holy spirit has really been taking me through the book of revelation, which is prophecy, you know, for the end times. And like the Lord is just really opening my eyes to like what the end times would be. And it's so much different than things that I've heard or 
um, kind of this fear that maybe has come upon the church, but I'm like, holy cow, like Jesus is going to come back and eradicate wickedness. And it's going to be amazing. Like he is going to come back and there's going to be an increase of his government and his peace in the earth. And it's like the kingdom of God is going to be here. You know what? I mean, yeah, it talks about how like people are going to be snatched up, like, you know, and like, I think it's God's people who are staying. It's God's people who are staying and it's, it's the unrighteous who are being snatched up. And so I'm like, can you imagine like, like an earth with all of God's people here? Like what? Yeah. I'm here for this so bad. <laughs> right, right, right. There's a lot of different, you know, just kind of beliefs when it comes to the end times or eschatology. And like, I, I've gone through this um, kind of almost different from like when I first got saved, like 2006, right? Got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I, you know, heard different things or there was movies or whatever. But as I started reading Revelation as well, I'm like, but wait a second, like, it sounds like I'm going to be here, you know, whoever is here. Right. Like, yeah. right. And so there's, you know, there's a lot of different beliefs, yeah. but as with anything, right. You always check the scriptures and, and yeah. see what it says in the word. I I've um really connected with like um, Mike, Mike Bickle has done a, like an end time teaching um, on the book of revelation. And I've really connected with that more than really any of the other ones that I've heard before. But, you know, you think about how like, okay, Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna use this example just because I'm so I'm taking a course right now, and one of the things that we've been talking about it's the whole course is on Jesus, which I love, but but the last um, session was talking about Simeon, and how Simeon, um, you know, he waited, and waited and waited and waited for one moment in his life, and that was literally to look upon the face of Jesus, right, to see the Messiah, to see the King. And so you think of all the time that he waited and what kind of expectancy he he had to have had to not give up on something. I mean, it's a long time to wait. And do we have that same, um, you know, waiting and expectancy? And and one of the things, I just want to read the verse. I'm, I'm thumbing through my Bible here. I'm trying to find it. Matthew, Mark, Luke. So, okay. So verse 25. So chapter two, verse 25 says, now there was a man. Um, in Jerusalem, whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, waiting. I've got that circled in my Bible, right? Waiting for the consolation of Israel. So healing, consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Okay, so first off, right? We got to have the Holy Spirit, right? right. In these coming times, you got to have the Holy Spirit. Um, best gift, best counselor. Um, but verse 26, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord, um, the Lord's Christ. And so he he was given a word, he was given a promise, right? That that he was going to see Jesus. And 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 that came became so, you know, verse 27. And he came in the spirit again into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God. Right. I love this. I love that he 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 lived to see the moment and he waited and he waited. And what promises are we holding on to? And are we waiting? Are we truly waiting for the coming Messiah? Do we realize, do we know that there really is a King? Jesus is really coming back, right? This And there's all these scriptures about life 
you know, being but a breath, <laughs> you know, but then we're going to be living in eternity. And I mean, it's just, it's such a different outlook on the way that we live our lives now, right? When you get this revelation or you just get this picture of what's to come and, and who we're going to be honoring, who we will be continuing to honoring, it changes the way it should change the way that we do life now. Right. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Um, you know, recently too, like the Lord, well, actually the Lord had me in the book song of songs for like six months. It was, it was like, I'm just entering out of that season, but it was like, anytime I went anywhere in the Bible, like, like the Lord would bring me back to the song of songs. And like, you know, I feel like falling in love with Jesus as the bridegroom really intensifies that too. Like, like realizing that, you know, in Revelation, it says, you know, the lamb is coming back for the lamb's wife. The bride is, or the bridegroom is coming back for his bride. And I don't know that I feel like that really escalated, you know, just this like, oh, Jesus, like, I want to be with you now. Like, you know, like, and, and it was like, I don't like, and it's just, takes your mind to this place where you're like wondering and your, your mind is just fixated. Like I remember going to bed one night and the Lord was just talking to me about like, um, striving. And he was talking to me about how, like, I didn't even realize that I was doing this, but I had kind of built up this belief system that if I got up in the morning and spend time with the Lord, then I would feel his presence during the day. But if I didn't, then he wasn't like going to be with me. And, and I didn't even intentionally like do that, but it was like, and and the Lord was like, Jenna, like, I'm, I'm always with you, you know? And so I remember going to bed one night and I just was like, Lord, like Jesus, like teach me how to be with you like all day, every day. And like, even when I sleep, you know what I mean? Cause it, in, in scripture, it says that he actually sings over us while yeah. we sleep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and yep. so I was like, yep. I want yep. my heart to awaken to that reality, like this heavenly reality. Like I wanted to be fully awake to. Um, and so yeah, just falling in love with Jesus as the as our bridegroom just totally changes everything. <laughs> like totally changes everything. And it just deepens our, like, it just deepened my love for him. Like, and you think about it, right? Like marriage is the most intimate relationship that there is. And that's what Jesus wants to do. He's like, wants to marry us. <laughs> what? Yes. yes. Right. And what does a bride do? A bride prepares herself. Right. Yeah. A bride prepares herself. And that's the story. It brings me to the story of the wise virgins, right? The it's it's the ones yes. who are intimate with the bridegroom, right? There's like the oil, the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And they are they're waiting. They're waiting for him. And they're, they're ready. Preparing. Yes. So it also, I mean, like I think of like Esther, and I know this is you know Old Testament, but like Esther and just all the different things, like the quote unquote beauty treatments that she, you know, went through, which I believe was more of like a physical kind of a, I mean, it it had spiritual connotation to it, but, but right. The, the beauty treatments and all the different things. And, um, the, the, for her, like recognizing a moment and then being an intercessor, standing in the gap for her people. I mean, that's the uh, kind of brings us into another part of the story, but 
but Jesus is our great intercessor and he's coming back for us. And so we're, we gotta get ready. And I do, I love this shirt about, um, the King is coming, you know, and I, I remember when you guys, you know, when we made those, I mean, for the daddy daughter dance, right. The King is coming. And you had that kind of revelation and saw that picture of that shirt. And my daughter, um, she really caught on to that. And she would say all the time, the King is coming, the King is coming. And there was such like this beautiful childlike, like, the king is really coming. Like Jesus is really coming and let's get ready. <laughs> I remember she was sitting on the floor in the kitchen eating donuts and she was very like, she really was like, Jesus is coming. Like we got to get ready. <laughs> you know, she doesn't really fully understand, but still it's so beautiful. And, you know, my hope and prayer for anybody listening is that, is that you do have um just a deeper revelation of God's love for you and that he is coming back, you know, and John um, John chapter 14, Jesus is actually saying to his disciples, like, I, I'm, I'm leaving, right. He's preparing them. I'm leaving, but I'm going to come back. I'm just going to read this. I love this so much. So John chapter 14, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me In my father's house are many rooms. Like Jesus is saying this to us, like, Hey guys, in my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may also be like, whoo, there it is right there. I love Thomas's response. Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Jesus, right? He's trying to prepare them and he's saying, in my father's house are many rooms. So I think it is good and it is a beautiful thing to just think upon, especially related to scripture, what heaven is going to be like. I mean, the kingdom, you know, the kingdom of God. And so may we have an expectancy, may we have a hope. And especially in this season, whether you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or you recognize, you know, whatever roots of Christmas, like it's still a time to celebrate the birth of Jesus. It is still a time to, um, you know, think about the things that we have to be hopeful for. So there's so many other scriptures, you know, we were going to share with you, um, about, have we ever talked about on here about a Jewish wedding? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think we have, so I have to share this right now. Are you, ta- are you talking about like the, the hoop, the hoopa and like, or whatever it's called? Well, uh, it's, okay. it's a picture. So you can take the principles and the pictures of a Jewish wedding and yeah. how correlates to our walk with Jesus. So I want you to listen. Okay. And okay, so in a Jewish wedding, in a Jewish wedding, the role of the father is is to protect his daughter, right? Yeah. And when there was a groom um that wanted to come and, you know, marry his daughter, it was a sign of an alliance, you know. And so the groom in the, in the Jewish culture actually had to pay a price to marry the daughter. And so you can think about this, like we have our father in heaven and, um, Jesus is our groom and Jesus paid the ultimate price for us. Right. 
Um, and so the groom had to pay a price um, for the daughter to the father of the bride. And it was because the bride was, was she had so much worth and so much value. Um, and it says in here that if the, if anything, if anything had happened to the bride, like if she was, um, anything was done wrong to her, if, if she was raped, if anything horrible happened to her, double had to be paid. And it was this, like, um, the father saw everything that happened and he was going to make people, he was going to make them pay. Right. Um, and so when they decide to get married, the groom goes away to his father's house to prepare a place for his bride. So this is kind of what you were just talking about. And the daughter goes to her father's house and, and, and waits. And she actually waits in her wedding gown. And because she doesn't know when her groom is going to come and pick her up. Right. And, um, so this is like actual in Jewish culture. I'm like, Oh, this is so meaningful. This is so amazing. Right. Beautiful. Um, And the bride and the groom, they actually don't see each other, you know, for at least a year and they don't talk. And a groom has a friend, think Holy spirit. The groom has a friend that goes back and forth with messages between the bride and the bridegroom. Like what? Like this is so building expectancy building you know you know what i mean when you're longing for your loved one you're longing for your love it's so, so beautiful beautiful and so <laughs> jesus is preparing a place for us amen he is amen amen i feel like there's so many more scriptures it's good think about it though i just feel this i just feel the presence of the lord on this you know in this season in this time just as the holidays come along, remember what this time is all about. You know, slow down. Yeah. Slow down. And I I don't want to get in all of the theology and whatever. And, I, you know, no condemnation. If you, got, if you are a listener and you guys do Santa, cheers. Like, it's okay. For our household, we... Um, <laughs> we don't do Santa, but Hadassah was already like, like we're in Florida right now and like people have up Christmas decorations and it's weird because it's not snowing and I'm, you know, Christmas and snow just go hand in hand, right? When you're right. from Minnesota, but there's all these like Santa things up and stuff. And she's like, oh, Santa. And I was like, oh, where'd you learn about Santa? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's St. Nicholas. Like St. Nick was really a person, you know? So we, we want to teach her the reality that there really was a St. Nicholas, but, but Christmas is about Jesus. And we're going to talk about the birth of Jesus. Like when we get back, you know, we, we, we put up a tree, we're going to put up a Christmas tree. I know that there's, you know, I don't want to get into all this. I like having a Christmas tree up. I don't feel that I'm doing anything wrong by putting up a tree. So we're going to decorate, we're going to put up a Christmas tree. Um, but we have, you know, um, obviously like the nativity set and all of that. And it's just such a sweet time to just teach her about what, you know, the birth of Jesus. And I know that Jesus wasn't born around Christmas, but we still get to celebrate the birth of Jesus and bring to remembrance. And it's such a sweet time. So I just want to encourage listeners, like slow down and remember what this time is really all about. Um, Something that we started doing um, on Christmas Eve with my family too. And this was back when Corey and I got married. Um, we started reading the scriptures together. So I always really look forward to that time with my family. We will just sit around you know, we'll do Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve, and then we just sit together 
we spend time together and we read the scriptures. We read about the birth of Jesus and, you know, really talking about things like the three, you know, the wise men that came and the gifts that they brought for Jesus. And right, Jenna, we were talking about this, about how his coming right broke silence. And what did you say? It was like 400 years. There, there'd been silence before Jesus. They, people were waiting for relief yeah. from Roman oppression. And, you know, they didn't, many didn't know that, that God was going to come in the form of a baby, you know, Jesus, yeah. except like, look what, you know, Simeon and, and others. Um, but right. Nevertheless, like he came and he was the answer. He is the answer. And he's the reason for the season. Amen. 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 What do you guys do on Christmas? Um, yeah, oh, we wait, just spent, wait, 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 I got to back up. Do you do Hanukkah? Are you guys um, well, we have a menorah. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, we're learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and we're learning and, you know, really it was you that kind of introduced me to kind of more of the Jewish culture. Well, when we went to Rome, we went into a Jewish ghetto there and that's where the Lord kind of started like drawing me to it. And then I would read a lot of your stuff or whatever. And I just felt like every time it was weird for me because I was like, yeah. I feel so in alignment with these things, but it's like, I'm not Jewish, but <laughs> Jesus was Jewish. And so it just is, it's always, it's interesting. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. I love that you got a menorah. I want to, I yeah. definitely want to see it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, we're going to do, do a Hanukkah um, dinner, but yeah, Christmas. What do you guys do then for Christmas? Um, we always make sure that we stay home on Christmas, but yeah, we spend time with different families, go to my family, go to Mike's family. Um, we, um, yeah, definitely always read the scriptures. I mean, it sounds very similar to what you're doing. We play games with kids. So yeah. So fun. Hades is asking for a baby this Christmas And, and she literally means a real baby. I'm like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay 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 lord ask jesus get that little girl praying <laughs> right exactly let's have a prayer meeting i love it well we bless you guys and um yeah just I, well we have another podcast before christmas i believe right that will come out and so i believe so so we'll kind of just be settling in on this message um especially in this season so um you know as always just good to dig into scripture and um understand the reason the reason for the season so 